One thing that's true for all moms, we have a lot of stories to tell. Some are silly, some are gross, some bring us to tears. With each story that's shared, another mom feels a little less alone. So join us as we laugh, learn, and grow together. It's the iMom Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode of the iMom Podcast. Abby, Susan, Megan, and Chloe here. It's the start of a brand new year. And so we figured we would welcome a brand new baby yes. to the podcast. And James is actually you all are in the room. He's in the room. I hope people could hear that. Yes. He's here with us. And we just kind of wanted to hear from Chloe what these first few months of motherhood has, have been like and all the things all the things that so we're going to hopefully take a trip down memory lane. That's the cheesiest thing I've ever said, but like <laughs> for Megan, Susan and me, and then get to find out from Chloe, like how things are going. So I guess starting at the beginning, um, it was like delivery, what you expected. Yeah. Uh, gosh, honestly, I had a really great delivery. It was, it was really, um, it, it, that was something I really specifically prayed for throughout my pregnancy was that, um, God would just be there and that it would be like a really beautiful experience. And it, it was everything and more. Mm-hmm. Now, Chloe and I kind of talked before this, and you did say one thing to me that you were hesitant to say that it went smoothly and that you thought it was um, like easier or not easier, but you know, like that it went so well. Why did you, why did you feel that way? Yeah. Um, I think because I have friends who have, didn't have a great experience. Um, and I felt like when I was talking about it, I was almost like bragging in mm-hmm. a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Felt unfair. <laughs> I'm but, being honest. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it is. It, it happens the way it happens for everybody, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, everybody has a different story. Megan had a very different story, and it has nothing to do with Megan's ability or or whatever. But you know, <laughs> does it? Does it? <laughs> Maybe my doctor's ability. But yeah. no. <laughs> I mean, gosh, yeah, that's a factor. That's a factor yeah. for sure. You also said that um, people were saying to you, "Motherhood is the hardest thing you'll ever do," and. How do you feel about that now? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I really was so frustrated by those comments because I just didn't want that to be the reality, and it is so hard. (laughs) (laughs) I just didn't want it to be true because it is. It's harder than, like, anything I could have ever – like, I could have never imagined how difficult it's going to be – it was going to be, but, like, I still – even when I got those comments, it was never going to prepare me for how difficult it was, Mm -hmm. you know? They weren't saving me any – well, okay. everybody's difficulty is different. Again, yes. just like their delivery, everything. Everybody struggles with something. Well, because and- I think that the things people were like, oh, you're going to like not like this. I haven't necessarily run into. I run into other stuff, you yeah. know? Yeah. Well, and it's motherhood is not just it's not like you're in a season. It's your life yeah. now. And so to say this is really hard, it's kind of not the right attitude to go into this role with. Right. Like, sure, there are going to be hard moments, but the role that you're taking on is not necessarily a hard role it's a blessing and there's joy and um yeah yeah, i think that too many people are they kind of scare you you know and and instead of celebrating the joy yeah because i was like okay well am i just gonna dread it i felt like i received a lot of like negativity when i get comments like that yeah so now like your next friend that tells you she's pregnant what are you gonna say to her congratulations (laughs) (laughs) no i'm gonna say like I think the my favorite thing people said to me was, you're going to be a great mom mm-hmm. because um, it's amazing the little things that happen that make me feel like I'm not a great mom. Like that's that's kind of crazy how like quickly your confidence can just plummet. So mm-hmm. that's something I'm going to just tell people is you're going to be great at this. Yeah. 
I know that like becoming a mom for me, it um just it made me change the way I feel about myself. Yeah. It, the way that like my kids looked at me and even as an infant, it just made me feel really different. How have you experienced that? Oh gosh. Um, well, there's the unconditional love. I feel like that's kind of crazy how like he can just be like wailing his head off. And like if I just pick him up, sometimes I'll just like stop crying and that's crazy. Um I don't know. Honestly, I still feel like because I'm eight weeks postpartum, I still feel like I'm kind of like coming up for air in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Like I I'm just kind of able to reflect on a lot of things. Yeah. So Megan, do you have any like what are your thoughts on that one? Now that I've had two and I'm further past the newborn stage, I mean one is one and a half. It is such a phase. Um the the changes of being pregnant and then like a year post being pregnant, whatever, that is I had a really tough time with that even to this day i'll say like (laughs) the newborn phase is not my favorite phase Mm -hmm. uh because for me it was just like a really big transition and i kind of feel like i'm i'm such an extrovert i kind of feel a little bit like i'm locked down like i can't do anything uh but i love the the phase that we're in now with a four-year-old and a one and a half year old they're so fun and they're so funny to watch together um and it's a different phase of parenting. I'm having to work more on actually parenting the four-year-old because he's doing things he shouldn't be doing. He has to understand the consequences. And uh, But I still have a baby at the same time, so it's kind of interesting. Uh, but it's just really fun. It is. I mean, it will forever, I think, have its challenges. But um, I, was ta- we just, I was talking with some friends about it the other day. We just love being parents. It's mm-hmm. so fun and so funny and just they take on these little personalities that I never could have envisioned because they're so different than my husband or I. Yeah. I remember thinking I was nursing one of them like late at night. And I think like I probably needed a shower. My hair was probably gross. They'd probably spit up on me or something. And I just remember thinking to him, like Mm -hmm. I am perfect. Like I smell good. I sound good. All of the things that I am is what he loves right now. And that was like just really kind of like a shock. Like it it, it kind of rocked me a little yeah. bit just because it's that feeling of being exactly what you're supposed to be because God made you a mom mm-hmm. and to that yeah. particular child, which what just happened there? It just pooped so loud. Oh, <laughs> Smelling good. Yes. So I um we posted on Facebook, what lessons did you learn in the first three months of parenting? And we got some really interesting answers. And so I wanted to share with you, Chloe and Megan and Susan, you guys give your feedback too, um, on what some people said. And you tell me what you think about those. So um, Ashley, so Ashley's actually in our office, but she's also on Facebook. She said she was lonely in the first six months. It blindsided me how I went from working full time and always being around people to not being around anyone. Um, What do you think about that? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I feel like um, I just started getting out of the house again like two weeks ago. And that's been a huge help because, yeah, I didn't realize how lonely I was. But we, my husband and I do go, 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 kind of like what you were saying, Megan. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because with your second you don't really have the option to not go out of the house yeah. because you're like, you have other stuff to do with the first. So you were kind of like, okay, well, second's coming with us yeah. because we can't leave them at home. Yeah. It's hard how you can be with someone all day, but still feel really lonely. Oh, well, yeah. Cause I talk to him all the time. He doesn't talk back to me. <laughs> <laughs> and they sleep so much. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I told one of my friends, I was like, 
gosh, I waited for him so long to be here. And now I'm just constantly trying to get him to go to sleep. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, mm-hmm. Don't you want to hang out with me? Like, you told me that you asked Trent to stay awake one time and he fell asleep. And like, <laughs> Oh, World War Three. I was so angry at him, you guys. <laughs> we got into a huge fight. I was like, stay awake. I'm lonely. Aww. That's yeah. okay. He yeah. learned. <laughs> so Julie Leets Walsh on Facebook said, good sleep is overrated. Speaking of, mm. of staying awake. Um, I think that, you know, in our conversation, Chloe, we kind of talked about idolizing sleep and how a lot of new moms, that advice is always sleep when the baby sleeps, sleep when the baby sleeps. And so you're like, I have to sleep. Or you just think about sleep yeah. nonstop. You think about them sleeping enough right. nonstop. Or are they should they cry it out? Should they, you know, soothe all the stuff like sleep becomes this idol. like idol that oh, no. we worship. I mean, you think of all these books and these sleep coaches exactly. and they are, I mean, taking care of babies, uh, moms on call. I mean, like million dollar businesses that yeah. are only focused on sleeping for the most well, part. Well, we have sleep apps now. I'm talking yeah. not even about pregnancy or new moms. It's, it's kind of like an obsession we yeah. have. Whoops, like for, a whoop. Do you, yeah, yeah. for max whoops. performance, yeah. you have to like, sleep. We have friends that have these whoop bracelets and they track your sleep. But not only does it track your sleep, it like breaks down like, you know, how much actual restful sleep did wow. you get in REM. I don't want to know. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> how has it been going in that way? With sleep? Mm-hmm. Well, I talked, we talked about this like candidly. I'm really working on not idolizing sleep because he's an okay sleeper. Like, I think he's normal. Um, but like the other night, he only woke up once. He slept from seven to six and only woke nice. up once. And you'll be amazed how quickly I was like, do it again, do it again. <laughs> like, you know, so like, but like last night he was up every two hours or less. So it's, it's here and there. And I just have to kind of like get through it because I have, I am amazed at how God constantly gives me what I need. I need energy. I need endurance. I need, you know, rest. God is always giving it to me. So I just have to trust like he's going to give me, you know, rest and he'll give me sleep when I need it. Yeah. In like eight years. Yeah. That's what it comes. Eight years. Yes. Misty Tomlinson said that she, in the first three months of having a, a baby, said it's okay to ask for help. Yeah. Okay. We talked about this. I'd love, he's just pooping. Um, <laughs> I'd love y'all's take on this because I think that for me was one of the hardest things for me was. Everyone was like, ask for help, ask for help. And I don't know what I need. So like when Trent's like, how can I help? I'm like, well, I'd like a nap. I'd like to go on a run. I'd like to hang out with one of my friends. I'd like another cup of coffee. Like I'd like to know why why he's doing this weird thing that I've Googled and I have seven different answers <laughs> for. You know, so it's like I have I feel like I have more needs than ever. And I'm not I'm not used to being so needy. Yeah. Well, and it's hard to ask for help when it, a lot of times the person, when you need it, the help isn't there. And then when they are there, it's someone yeah. that's come over to visit or whatever. And you're like, well, I kind of am enjoying having someone to talk to. Yeah. And so I don't want to necessarily put you to work. Right. It's like it has to be that that mom that's there all the time, you know, yeah. um, or the the friend that is that is over a lot. I think that I noticed the change like when I first had Megan uh family members or whatever would come over and they'd want to hold the baby. Yeah. And and then I'd end up doing the dishes and I didn't want that. I wanted to hold the baby. Can you do the dishes? <laughs> yeah. But then later when the baby got older, it's like, yeah, hold this baby. I'm going to go do something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it did kind of switch. Yeah. That's funny. Julie and Sandra on Facebook both said that they both talked about their moms. One of them said that she learned to go to her mom for advice. And the other one said that she learned to appreciate her mother. How has... Um, 
How has this changed your relationship with your mom? And Megan, how how about for you? I realized how much of a help my mom is. No offense, Hampton, but more than my husband. Like, I think because guys haven't really physically had a baby, like, yes, they're a huge help, but they don't really know. Yeah. Um, and I think she could just sense things that knew needed to be done or knew I needed help with that I couldn't even, like, you know, like you said, yeah. I couldn't even um, articulate. And so that was really helpful. Um, and it's just having another mom there, someone else that can figure those things out. And there's nothing like having your mom there either. Like with James, I had a really bad delivery. And there was one point where I was like, I don't even care if Hampton is in here as long as my mom is yeah. in here. Because I think she, could, she, like, I'm her child. So I think you can sense things about your child that other people can't. Yeah. Um, and so she's just a, a huge help. And both my kids absolutely adore her so it's they'd rather be with her than be with me so it's a big help when like someone can just take your kids and you not even worry about them one second because you know that they're really well taken care of so it's just a it was a huge help to me to have and she would i feel bad because we live in dc they live in tampa and she would come up for like a month to stay with us and help and she was probably like i'm ready to go home and get out of here Um, but it's a long time to like leave your house and your responsibilities to go help with. But I think the reason it's easier for me than even like, like Trent, he's a new dad is you've done it. Yeah. So you can anticipate what has to happen next, because I think that's the biggest trick in the change of motherhood. You go from taking care of things as they come to anticipating and having to stay ahead of things. Yeah. Like, Oh, what time is it? got to make that bottle because they're going to come up and then they're going to wake up and they're going to be screaming and they're going to get hungry. So I better get the laundry out before they get up because then I'm going to have to hold them. And you're constantly anticipating what comes next. Yeah. He's, he's looking at me. Um, so that's why it is easier until a husband has more experience. Yeah. I think he eventually, the, the dad eventually like is like, okay, now I got this. But in those first three months, it's, I think it's really new to a a man. Right. One of my friends said the other day that it's like when we become moms, we learn how to be a parent and then we have to teach our our husband how to be a parent in a way. And I think that is like, because, you know, I'm with him all day. Trent works right now. I'm on maternity leave. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't know. That's, Trent is as involved as he can possibly be right now. And he's he's just learning at a slower pace because he's not around as much. And I will say, some of it is how we're wired. It was so interesting. Mm-hmm. Mark and I had Megan's kids for three or four days while they were just gone. And it's funny to me because James is four. And all of a sudden, Mark is kicking in more. Like, he's like, I'm going to take James with me to yeah, the store. Yes. And then, of course, they went and got ice cream and whatever. Whereas when we used to babysit when James was really little, it's a baby thing here. It, so it's more on me. I think dads, or at least my husband, definitely turned it up a notch when they started being able to go yeah. and do. One thing I was going to say was with us too, I think mentally, because she had three kids, understood what I was going through mentally, which I think it's a lot harder to articulate to a man, like the hormone changes yeah, and right. the yeah. mental chaos that is like going through your brain the first few weeks after having a baby on top of not sleeping, which kind of clouds your judgment too. So like, I feel like she could tell when I was just like, I can't function right now. All right. The next comment is from Kathy Minot. And she said, take other people's suggestions with a grain of salt. Have you been hit with a lot of um, (laughs) advice, uh, unsolicited advice? Yes. I have been the most shocked by people who have given me advice who do not have kids. Really? (laughs) Yes. I'm like, I don't know. Wow. It's just interesting. I'm like, wow. Okay. 
I feel like, do you guys have like your one bit of advice that you share with a new mom? Cause like you really want to pick like the thing that really matters to you and that you think is important. I'm like, trying to think, I try not to do it at all because I know how annoying it can be. Yeah. Um, I try to, the only thing I say is like, you know, if, if they're having a tough time about something, I'll be like, I totally remember that. But one little thing to keep in the back of your mind is it's just a phase yeah. and it will like come to an end and then you'll be done with it until you have your next go. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, I know this is really hard to hear, but I'll be like, just try to enjoy it because it does go by really fast, which yeah. is not always what people want to hear, which is probably also yeah. annoying. But I'll, I, cause that is one thing that I feel like I, it, it just does go by so fast. And then you're like so sad that it's mm -hmm. over. So I'm like, it's if you're not sleeping, like it is a phase. I know it's really rough, but like it'll be over it'll, soon. Yeah, it'll pass. S let's see. Um, Sarah Rocchio said, be honest with your partner. So I want to know like how how having a baby has changed your marriage. Um, It's changed it for sure. But it's good. Like I feel we are... Trent and I can both be kind of passive aggressive people. Like I think we're both like <laughs> the youngest in the family. And I think we both just kind of want everyone to get along. So I think sometimes we'll both have things we want to say, but we'll dance around the topic. It's like, we don't have time to do that anymore. So like, we're just a little bit more bottom line. And I think it's good for our communication. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you shared with me that you got advice from friends about checking in. Do you remember that what you said? Yeah. This was a really great piece of advice. My friends told me every two to three weeks have another check in. How are you doing emotionally, mentally, physically with your partner? Because it changes so much. Mm -hmm. And I'm really glad because a lot of the like hormonal stuff didn't actually hit me until like two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So I just started getting like these waves of like physical nausea that are like hormonal, like even my anxiety and all that, like didn't really come until like two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So um, it's been good for us to just you know, every couple of weeks be like, okay, how's, how's the work? Like, how's the load going with like responsibilities and all that? Because, you know, he's changing like every three or four days. It's like a different baby. Trent is or <laughs> the baby. Um, my favorite comment from all the moms that chimed in on Facebook came from Katie Dorn Nudson. And she said, I don't remember the first three months. I think I blacked out. <laughs> so maybe there's that. Coming yeah. That was you. me after my second. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's awesome. So I just want to kind of close by welcoming you to the motherhood club. Thank you. Do you feel like you have your card now and you're, you're yeah. official? Yeah, I do. I, I really do look at him and I'm like, I cannot believe they let me have you. Mm -hmm. Like, you're so cute. Isn't and that weird you? when you, when they yeah. like say you're released to go and yeah. you're like, oh my released gosh. to go where? Or when we took <laughs> him one. to the pediatrician for the first time and they were like, James, and we were like, oh, that's us. us like, that's yeah. our child. Yeah. Like, you know, so that was crazy. Yeah. 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 How has it changed? Like how you see, um, just your relationship with other women and things like oh, that. Gosh, I am so proud to be a woman. Like, I really, I really am. I'm like, I feel like, I oh it. my gosh, I, like, I feel like literally, <laughs> literally, because I'm just like, gosh, this is really one. Like, it's just the most incredible thing in the world. I told you, you did, you did, and it was like seriously, labor and delivery was one of the most incredible, if not. Did the you most cry? I because I bawled. I didn't cry. I was like overwhelmed and then around like four weeks 
I just like sobbed. Like it all just kind of hit me, you know, because it was it was an adrenaline thing. It was like yeah. a workout. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I can't help but think about like the Barbie movie and how, you know, you watch it and you're like, I love being a woman. And yeah, you know, it just really is so empowering for women and female friends and all that stuff. But like this is a little bit different. You know, it's you're proud to be a woman, but it's also like, gosh, I'm proud to be part of this group of women who yeah. have have brought life into the world and um yeah well it's even it goes beyond pride to me yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah to me it's like you're part of this secret thing yeah. that that god does in your body and you know like don't know how it happened and it's just crazy to me so when i was pregnant people like women would kind of look at me in the store and be like Hi, like the secret. You're in the club. Yes. Well, and I was like, "Do I know you?" Like you're looking at me like I know you, but it was this like I know you. Like we don't know each other, but I know you. And now I look at pregnant women. I'm like, "Hi, you know my friend." Secret club. You'll get it eventually. Yeah. All right. We'll have more opportunities for you to engage with us on Facebook and Instagram. We would love to share your comments on future episodes. So make sure you look in the show notes for links to those accounts if you don't already follow us, and you can even uh, reach out and say congrats to Chloe. I want you to share a picture of the baby. He oh, looks just like her. It's yeah. a male version of well, Chloe. We can share. We'll share a picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Baby picture side by side. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Yes, with your baby picture. Yeah. Why you showed us. Yes. So uh, crazy. All right, we'll do that. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the iMom podcast. iMom is the motherhood program of the nonprofit organization Family First. Along with our fatherhood program, All Pro Dad, we exist to help you love your family well. Subscribe to our daily email, the iMom Minute, by going to imom.com slash subscribe and get tons of great ideas, insight, and inspiration. The iMom podcast is hosted by me, Abby Watts, along with Susan Merrill, Megan Tigner, and Chloe Blumenthal.